Hey, what's up, y'all? As you may have heard, the Federal Reserve raised the cost of borrowing money by 0.25% on Wednesday. It's Friday, and I'm dropping the episode now because I forgot to do it on Thursday. So let's get into what it means for mortgage rates, interest rates in general, the housing market, and the future. But first off, let's step back and see what Jerome Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve, or the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee, to be specific, those are the ones that actually dictate the rate set in December of last year. There's an opportunity really that inflation will not move down so quickly that we'll have to stay at it, Powell said during a press conference. So we may have to raise rates higher to get where we want to go. That's why we're expecting that they will remain high for a time. And so what he meant by that was they were planning as of last December to raise the cost of our money ultimately through the course of 2023 to about 5 to 5.25%. And to be clear, when I say the cost to borrow money, that's for banks and lenders to borrow money, not you or me. So you can't get it directly from the source. You got to get the money from the bank and then the make the bank tax on their margin. So that's why you see rates that are like 6%, 7%, et cetera. All right. And so after the most recent meeting on Wednesday, they raised the cost to borrow money somewhere between 4.5% and 4.75%. So translation, there's potentially a little bit more way to go as far as the Federal Reserve potentially raising rates even higher. This is what Jerome Powell had to say on February 1st. Inflation data received over the past three months shows a welcome reduction in the monthly pace of increases. But while recent developments are encouraging, We will need substantially more evidence to be confident that inflation is on a sustained downward path. And so basically like, hey, everything looks good. We need to see more data because here's the thing about the data. It always trails by like a couple months. So like Jerome Powell says, hey, February 1st, we're raising the cost of our money 0.25 basis points. First and foremost, it really doesn't have any impact on interest rates as far as mortgages in the short term because the folks that were planning to raise rates due to this news, already knew about this news probably a week or two ago. I mean, I knew about the news a week ago, and I'm not like anybody in the know or that's making interest rates for these hundred million and billion dollar companies. And also you got to think like folks are already in the decision making process anyway. So once again, if it's January 31st and I'm like, hey, I'm making an offer on a a home and my offer has been accepted. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, Jerome Powell raised rates a quarter of a point. I'm going to cancel my contract on this house or maybe I'm just still in the in the point where I'm shopping for houses like I'm not going to just in my home search in the middle of a search I've been going on for like you know one or two months just because rates went up so this is more impacting people that potentially may make decisions like a month or a month and a half from now so nothing really moves in real time when it comes to these rates and also as I point out to you guys and gals all housing data is behind a month or so Anyways, I keep saying housing because that's my niche, obviously, but also like the housing market is like the bigger, big, second biggest driver when it comes to like inflation, because when folks home prices are up, they think they're rich and they, you know, even though it's kind of monopoly money um, and they kind of do whatever they want to do while and, and, and all that. But the number one factor being employment is what really drives inflation because the folks don't have jobs. They can't really have no, they don't have any money to spend, obviously. Right. And so. 
Like I said, they raised the cost of our money uh, 0.25% or 25 basis points. If you want to sound smart, you can say, hey, 25 basis points. But this is the smallest increase they've had in a while because if you recall in 2022, they raised the cost of borrow money eight times in a row, which included four 75 basis point hikes and another 50 point basis point hike in December. And so just as if we if we jump back and just to add some perspective of these things, remember like in 2020, 2021, where rates were 2% and 3% and everyone started paying attention to uh, mortgages and all this other stuff and everyone became like, uh, real estate gurus because they're like, hey, you can buy a house, rates are low, home prices go up. That, that was just everybody's, uh, you know, constant back then. That's the rates were so low back then because the Federal Reserve lowered the cost of our money down to like 0.25 percent, and so you know the bank tacked on their margin, and then you know rates became in the high twos and the high threes, and so now they're raising them back up to combat the inflation kind of caused by that. But I guess maybe they had to do it to save the world from exploding um, due to COVID. Who knows? But that's what's kind of happening right now at this point. And so here's how interest rates actually work. So rates on a fixed-year mortgage don't move in tandem with the Fed's benchmark rate, but instead generally track the yield on the 10-year Treasury bond, which are influenced by a variety of factors, including expectations around inflation, the Fed's actions, and how investors will react to it. So it doesn't directly impact it, but it kind of impacts it, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. If not, I guess you're going to, you can let me know. And no, just once again, as perspective, you know, at the beginning of the year, rates were like at 2 3%. Right now, they're at like 6 percent At some point, they popped up to like 7% in like the November, December timeframe, where everyone thought the housing market was going to crash and we're going to go into this deep recession. But what do you know? Um, housing market didn't crash. Who could have seen that coming? All right, so more uh, commentary from Jerome Powell. So he basically had to say, hey, the job is not fully done and the labor market remains too tight for his liking. It would be very premature to think we really got this, he said. Also adding that unless the economy, economic trajectory changes drastically, he doesn't expect rate cuts this year. So not necessarily saying that they definitely will raise rates. And if they do, it looks looks like at a smaller clip, maybe an eighth of a point, maybe a quarter of a point still, or maybe an eighth of a point to get to that five to 5.25% target. But also it can mean that, hey, we're going to hold things steady because one thing the Fed's not going to do is just telegraph like, hey, you know, uh, in uh, in March, what we're going to do is actually keep rates the same. And then so folks will start wilding out again and, and spending and then inflation goes up. So they're never going to telegraph their move. They're going to keep things, you know, pretty close to the best. And so a metric that the Federal Reserve use, uses to help track inflation is something called the Consumer Price Index. What that does is it basically tracks the average cost for somebody like in an urban area, I guess, you know, like the, the cities, to basically purchase a basket of, of market goods. That's what the Consumer Price Index is. And so if you watch the video on YouTube, you will see this, but I'll, I'll try to describe the chart. But you, you'd see like basically from 2000 to like 2020, the inflate or the consumer price index was somewhere between like high ones and maybe like 3%. And that's the chart just kind of goes kind of up and down. It kind of dips super low in 2012. Looks like right when the market was recovering from the uh, global economic crisis, or I guess we call it the housing crash here in the States. And then it kind of, you know, after 2012, it kind of leveled out around the 2% threshold. In 2020, it dropped under 2%. And of course, it's flying, flown up the chart this year too. It looks like it, uh, I think it peaked a lot. I think it was a bit like 9% at some point in 
like the summer time frame, but it's gone. It's gone. Oh, no, excuse me. I think it's like at six and a half percent. Excuse me, but it's gone down to like five point seven percent right now. And so inflation itself. This is data from December. Um, so this inflation chart is maneuvering the same way as the previous chart did. But if inflation was basically between like three and uh, three and like four or five percent for pretty much from 2000 to 2020, it dipped down to pretty much to negative 2% apparently in 2000, uh, in 2008-ish after the um, housing crash. And then it dropped down to 0% in 2020. Then it, it jumped up to, to 9% in like the summer of 2022. And so now it's gone down to like 6.5%. The Fed's goal or their mandate from Congress is to get it down to 2%. So we got a ways to go there. All right, this is a quote from somebody on the uh, Federal Open Market Committee. That's basically what folks call the, the Fed when you hear that. It says, the committee anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. So where rates are going, still really no guidance as far as like interest rates themselves, but it looks like they'll kind of be where they're at right now and it may be scaled down to like the very, very, very low sixes or maybe high fives at some point, like in, in uh, Q4 of 2023. And so once again, what's the, what's the Fed looking for? They're looking at um, the housing, not the housing market, excuse me. They're looking at the consumer price index. The housing market sort of, but they don't really care what home prices do. That's just like a casualty of, uh, of this war against inflation. But they're really looking at the job market, right? So U.S. unemployment ranged between 35 and 4% in 2022, which is low by historic standards. The Fed's fear about raising rates is what could cause a U.S. recession. However, the relatively hot job market has meant that the Fed hasn't worried about the side effects of high interest rates in their inflation battle. So like, okay, cool. The job market's still looking um, good. Even though I know we see all this news about tech companies laying folks off and, you know, companies here and there laying folks off. My company actually laid some folks off uh, like last last week. I work for sort of a, a tech-ish company in the, uh, in the real estate space. And so um, inflation or excuse me, unemployment still is historically low. So the final words from Jerome Powers is, given our outlook, I don't see us cutting rates this year. So there you go. That's the final word from Jerome Powell, the the guy, the the committee votes, but I mean, Jerome Powell is the chair. And so that is it. I did not even do an intro to this episode. So welcome to the House Rich, the first time home buyer show and goodbye from House Rich, the first time home buyer show. As always, by land, rumor has it, they're not making any more of it.